One, two, three. If you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the sun shine out and say hello to never. All the people are dancing and they're having such fun. I wish it could happen to me. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. If you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the wine glass out and drink a toast to never. Oh, someday I know someone will look into my eyes and say hello. You're my very special one. But if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. Dog party bars, shiny Cadillac cars, and the people on subways and trains. Looking gray in the rain as they stand disarrayed. Oh, but people look well in the dark. And if you close the door, the night could last forever. Leave the sun shine out and say hello to never. All the people are dancing and they're having such fun. I wish it could happen to me. 'Cause if you close the door, I'd never have to see the day again. I'd never have to see the day again. Once more, I'd never have to see the day again. Every episode, when I introduce the show, I'm always a little bit unfair towards my two autistic children. More than a little bit, I should say, because I always say I'm a night shift worker because I take care of them. The truth is, well, it is a pretty good option. It was a great solution. I didn't have any help back then when we took that path. But I am a night shift worker because I like working nights. It makes sense to me. My first night job was at 17 years old. I was the night shift doorman at the college that I was attending. It was a formerly religious school, and there was still a religious community living there. They wanted to have somebody who would take care of things or keep an eye on things 24-7. And it wasn't really much of a job, to be perfectly honest. I spent my nights watching TV, reading, doing my schoolwork, having friends over to play poker, having more than friends over to play doctor. It was a great job. And and if you ask me, the best job I ever had was that, of course. But working at 8 a.m. in the morning, having to get up at 6, 
You get off at five, you come home at six, barely have time to make dinner, do the dishes, do the laundry, walk the dog, and then it's time to go to bed because you have to wake up at six. You don't see the day go by. You don't see your life go by. You don't see your family. You don't see your friends. You don't really take care of your own mental health. So I, I admire people who do that. People keep saying, I admire you. How do you do that? How do you do that? I, I, I'm not able to. You're my hero because I, I can't do that. Yes, it's hard having a lot less sleep or having a really messed up sleeping schedule, but I can take my time during the day. I can take a, an appointment to change tires on my car. I don't have to miss out work to do that or race during my lunch break to do that. I can get an appointment for my eyes. I can go shopping, grocery store. I can just play outside in my garden when my kids are at school. To me, it makes sense, and the night has a different pace, a different tone, a different behavior, if you will, a personality, pretty much. So I asked my good friend Dean lately, Heidi, what topic I should do this week, because I have a lot of topics lined up that I can never decide which one, and my brain is all fuzzy lately. And she said, well, do one about night. And I said, you're right. Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I'm a night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years, because during the day I take care of my two teenagers, who are both acutely autistic. Leaves me, somehow, very little time to do something to keep my sanity. So I do this. Every week I play five songs related to one specific topic, and thanks to the Lady D, this week it's nights. You've just listened to Maureen Tucker... Well, actually, you listen to the Velvet Underground. Maureen Tucker was the original drummer. She uh, went back and forth with the band a few times. Uh, I think she left the band originally to have a family. She came back and blah, blah, blah. You know how it goes. This was from the 1969 album Velvet Underground. And it is, I think, a great metaphor to explain how I feel about nights. You listen to anything that the Underground did with Lou Reed, all this experimental outlandish stuff, bit of glam rock or experimental rock they were doing back then. And then you listen to this song by Maureen Tucker with her shy little voice. I could listen to her read the phone book for days rather than listen to one song from Celine Dion. That's how I feel about Nights, it's like listening to the underground and then you stop and you listen to Maureen Tucker singing this cute little song. It's called After Midnight. Sorry. <laughs> it's called After Hours. God, my own podcast gave me a Freudian slip. This song is called After Hours. It's uh, from Maureen Tucker of the Velvet Underground. I hope you liked it. Thank you so much for being back with me. Next two songs. Enjoy.
feels my song. I'll be home. I'll be home. I can't hang out here all night. I've got a life. Well, fine, if you don't want my money. Money? You mean, if we stayed open later, you'd give us your money? Sure. Mr. Squidward, welcome to the night shift. If that 
awesome, amazing voice was familiar to you, but not the song, then congratulations, we are both geeks. She sang the theme song for the uh, the sci-fi, well, sci-fi, is it sci-fi? For the Almighty Johnsons, a New Zealand show uh, that played for a while on the Sci-Fi Channel here in the U.S. Her name is Jen Wigmore. She, um, God... I really like her. I don't know what kind of image you have of her when you listen to that song, but when I first looked at her, it wasn't what I was imagining at all. Um, she reminds me of, of Jillian Jacobs from um, from Community, uh, except with tattoos all over her. I mean, all over her, not just one here or there. I mean, all of her. Her arms are covered with tattoos. She's really, really awesome. She has such an incredible energy. I've been sitting on that one, that song, for a while. I wanted to play it last year for the uh, Night Creatures episode uh, during the Halloween month. I just, I didn't have the space to play it. I had other songs I wanted to. And I've been trying ever since to, to find a place for it. And then my friend D suggested, do a night episode. Well, there you go. Jen Wigmore from her second album, Gravel and Wine, in 2011. She's quite young. Born in 1986. For someone who has that voice and that verve, she is quite young. Before that, I truly hope that you discovered this band because of me, because then I will be terribly happy to have introduced you to a band. God, I love their name so much. They are called Bedouin Sound Clash. That, that sounds so badass. And then you listen to this nice little guitar, nice little sound, nice, hopeful, positive lyrics. Just the kind of thing you need. Right now, in this world, listen to a song like that. I love them so much. I, I've heard that song. God, there was a morning guy on a radio show that I used to listen to back when I was commuting. First few years that I was working in my current job. Always listened to, uh, to that morning show when I was coming back from work. And at least three or four times a week. I'm not exaggerating. For months, when that song came out, he was playing that song in the morning. Anywhere during his show, and I never got tired of it. I mentioned earlier, uh, in an earlier episode, songs that are nails on a chalkboard for me from playing so much on the radio. Never with that one. Never with Bedouin Sound Clash. <laughs> this was from their uh, opening album, no, second album, sorry, in 2004, but it was easily their greatest hit. They're still active today. They haven't been thoroughly active throughout the, the last 20 years, but they released an album, I think, a couple of years ago, and they still once in a while come back together and do some nice stuff. They, they've played some huge festivals all over the world with great bands. And uh, again, if you discover them through me, I am really, 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 really happy that you discovered a great, great band from Toronto. What is your favorite moment of the night? A lot of people tell me they like watching the stars. Yeah, but... You know, what is it about the night that you like so much? I was talking again to my friend, mentioning that 10.30 p.m. in the evening. For some reason, when it hits 10.30, it's like something switches inside of me and becomes night, and my mood transforms completely. I become chill, mellow, and I have the voice that you're hearing now. That's my talk-too-much voice, because I talk a lot during the day to my kids, my spouse, uh, my work, and then at 10.30, the mood changes and my voice becomes pretty much depleted. Like right now, <laughs> that's my cue for the hamster to take over. 
we interrupt this program to bring you. With Big Chica Hamster. I am so happy that you remember my birthday. Though I don't know why you bothered to, because I'm clearly the bane of your existence. Why else would you give me a gift card? Oh, because you care? Well, here's what you did. You went to Walmart, you told the lady, here's some money. Which is accepted absolutely everywhere. What I want you to do is make it so that it can only be spent here. So that whoever I give this to has no choice but to come here by your cheap shit made in China with it. A gift card is a bribe designed to A. Telling me how you really feel about me, while B. Guilting me into shutting the fuck up about it. I will concede that Walmart is as good a place as any to buy litter and a litter box for my cat. But then again, I will not need either once you die, because I'll simply use your ashes straight in the urn. That's what I think of your gift card. Oh, I'm being mean about it? Fine, go try to repay your loan shark with a bunch of free whoppers at Burger King, hmm?
Squidward, guess what? I'm chopping lettuce at night. Look at me, I'm swapping the bathroom at night. Ow! I burned my hand at night.
the more astute cinephiles among us will have recognized the opening track from the movie Drive with Ryan Gosling, the one where he wears a silver jacket with a scorpion on a jacket, drives around chewing a toothpick, beats people up with a hammer. Sorry if I spoiled it for you. Does other things too, but th that elevator scene is something. If you haven't seen the movie, oh! It's a track called Night Call by a French DJ who calls himself Kavinsky. It, um, well, he laid it down in 2010, but it's really a collaboration between a lot of big names in the European electronic scene. Daft Punk and one of the things were uh, producers of that track and the album that followed. Uh, it was on the debut album for Kavinsky in 2013. There was a fantastic homage uh, done to it. On the show, uh, the TV show We Bear Bears on Cartoon Network. If you've never watched that show, you're missing out on the best show on TV. I kid you not. There's an episode where Ice Bear is riding down in San Francisco on his hover vacuum. And uh, that track is playing. And you have the font from Drive and the vibe and feeling of, uh, of the movies from that director. Fantastic episode. And the song that plays is, is really... is is almost beat to beat that song they can't use the exact same one for copyrights reason but it's a great homage the music they, they do is a great homage before that uh joan jett no sorry it was the runaways but it was the first album from the runaways where joan jett had to step up and become the lead singer sherry curry at that point had left to do a solo career never really followed up how that went for her i hope it went well uh, so John Jett took the reins, but by doing so, she wanted to impose her own style, her own ideas. She wanted to do more glam rock, more punk rock, and the rest of the band was more hard rock, metal a little bit, if you want. And after that album, things pretty much fell apart from the runaways. This was in 1977, and they separated at the end of 1978. So that was the beginning of the end for them. And then Joan Jett formed her own band, Joan Jett and Blackhearts. Thank you so much for being with me again this week. I hope that you liked it as much as I love recording this for myself and for you, leaving you with one last song uh, from 1978 from a band called Exiled. I did a few weeks ago an episode with Erica Miley, a mental and sexual health therapist, where she laid out her favorite sexy song, Songs to Get It On, and I challenged her with my own. We were supposed to do Five Against Five, but because of time, we went three for three. But this one was my fifth song, and with good reason. Billboard magazine a few years ago listed the 50 sexiest songs ever recorded. This was number nine. Stuff that in your pipe, Erica. The song is called Kiss You All Over from Exile 1978. Again, thank you so much for being back with me. Please come back next time. Have a good week. When I get home, babe, gonna light your fire. All day I've been thinking about you, baby, my one desire. Gonna wrap my arms around you and hold you close to me Oh, baby, I wanna taste your lips, I wanna be a fantasy, yeah I don't know what I'd do without you, baby, I don't know where I'd be You're not just another lover, no, you're everything to me Every time I'm with you, baby, I can't believe it's true 
Will you kiss your mother goodbye?